Bienvenidos al Medical Spanish Podcast. Soy la doctora Molly Merton. Through this podcast, I provide interactive audio lessons that teach practical Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere. The level of this lesson is advanced, and timestamps are provided in the show notes. The lessons offered at docmolly.com are solely for learning Spanish. They are not intended to teach medicine or provide medical advice. In this lesson, we will learn Spanish for explaining the rare adverse event called thrombosis with thrombocytopenia syndrome following the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine. As we get people vaccinated against COVID-19 here in the United States and around the globe, we know questions about this rare syndrome will come up. Therefore, it is our hope that this lesson helps you to communicate clearly in Spanish about this syndrome. This lesson is based on information published by the CDC on May 6th. Please see the link in your show notes. Needless to say, this information will evolve as we get more data. So always look for the most up-to-date information when communicating with patients. The purpose of this podcast is to provide a fun and interactive Spanish learning experience. It is not intended to teach medicine or provide medical advice. In this lesson, we will learn how to do the following in Spanish. We will discuss a rare adverse event following the administration of the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine. We'll explain the terms thrombosis and thrombocytopenia. We will learn how to refer to different vaccines against COVID-19. And we will discuss who is at greatest risk and that the benefits of the vaccine outweigh its risks. Before we begin, I would like to give a special thanks to Elizabeth Cortes, my Spanish teacher from the San Pedro Spanish School in Guatemala, who helped me with the Spanish for this lesson. Okay, listos? Empecemos. Se ha observado un aumento en el riesgo de un evento adverso poco común llamado síndrome de trombosis con trombocitopenia. Tras la administración de la vacuna contra el COVID-19 de Johnson y Johnson. Primero, vamos a repasar el vocabulario. An adverse event. Un evento adverso. Rare. Poco común. You could also say, poco frecuente, an increase, un aumento, the risk, el riesgo, an increase in the risk. Un aumento en el riesgo. This can also be interpreted as an increased risk. Un aumento en el riesgo. To observe. Observar. Interpreta. An increased risk of a rare adverse event has been observed. Se ha observado un aumento en el riesgo de un evento adverso poco común. And note how she uses the passive say here to say 
has been observed. Se ha observado. And when using the passive say in Spanish, the verb often comes first. Whereas in English, we say a rare adverse event has been observed. In Spanish, it is common to place the verb first and say Se ha observado un evento adverso poco común. Interprétalo otra vez. An increased risk of a rare adverse event has been observed. Se ha observado un aumento en el riesgo de un evento adverso poco común. Syndrome. El síndrome. Thrombosis. La trombosis. Thrombocytopenia. La trombocytopenia. Thrombosis with thrombocytopenia syndrome. El síndrome de trombosis con trombocitopenia. Interpreta a rare adverse event called thrombosis with thrombocytopenia syndrome. un evento adverso poco común llamado síndrome de trombosis con trombocitopenia. Also known by its English acronym TTS. También conocido como TTS por sus siglas en inglés. Una vez más, also known by its English acronym TTS. También conocido como TTS por sus siglas en inglés. The Johnson and Johnson vaccine. La vacuna de Johnson y Johnson. Also known as the Janssen vaccine. También conocida como la de Janssen. Notice how she uses la de to say the Janssen one, referring to the Janssen vaccine. También conocida como la de Janssen. The Johnson and Johnson vaccine also known as the Janssen vaccine. La vacuna de Johnson y Johnson, también conocida como la de Janssen. The Johnson and Johnson COVID-19 vaccine. La vacuna contra el COVID-19 de Johnson y Johnson. And the day here is optional. When referring to this vaccine, you will also hear people omit the day prior to Johnson y Johnson as Elisa does here.
de la vacuna contra el COVID-19, Johnson Johnson. Interpreta, following the administration of the Johnson Johnson COVID-19 vaccine. Tras la administración de la vacuna contra el COVID-19 de Johnson Johnson. And here she uses tras to say after or following. Tras la administración de la vacuna contra el COVID-19 de Johnson Johnson. Interpreta an increased risk of a rare adverse event called thrombosis with thrombocytopenia syndrome has been observed. Se ha observado un aumento en el riesgo de un evento adverso poco común llamado síndrome de trombosis con trombocitopenia. Following the administration of the Johnson Johnson COVID-19 vaccine. Tras la administración de la vacuna contra el COVID-19 de Johnson Johnson. Now let's explain what thrombosis with thrombocytopenia actually means. El síndrome de trombosis con trombocitopenia provoca coágulos sanguíneos con plaquetas bajas. Primero, repasemos el vocabulario. Clot. El coágulo. And in medical terms, we often say thrombus. El trombo. Do you remember the adjective for blood, as in blood clots? Sanguíneo. Blood clots. Los coágulos sanguíneos. Platelets. Las plaquetas. Low platelets. Las plaquetas bajas. Do you remember the word she used to say to cause? Provocar. Interpreta. Thrombosis with thrombocytopenia syndrome causes blood clots with low platelets. El síndrome de trombosis con trombocitopenia Provoca coágulos sanguíneos con plaquetas bajas. Now, while working with Elisa, we decided to use provocar here. But, as I think about this, 
The syndrome describes what is observed rather than the cause. Therefore, the following statement may be a better way to explain the meaning of trombosis con trombocitopenia. Las personas con este síndrome presentan coágulos sanguíneos con plaquetas bajas. So, the verb presentar is commonly used in Spanish to express having, showing, developing, or experiencing a medical problem. Interpreta. People with this syndrome develop blood clots with low platelets. Las personas con este síndrome presentan coágulos sanguíneos con plaquetas bajas. So as we talk about this scary adverse event, it is important to emphasize that Este evento adverso es muy poco frecuente. So how do we say rare again? Poco frecuente. Or Poco común. Interpreta, this adverse event is very rare. Este evento adverso es muy poco frecuente. However, una pausa temporal, a temporary pause, was placed on the vaccine because this adverse event is also grave y puede ser incluso fatal. How did she say serious? Grave. Fatal. Fatal. Even fatal. Incluso fatal. Y ojo, although both incluso y inclusive are adverbs that can mean including, only incluso is used to say even. Interpreta, this adverse event is rare, but is serious and can even be fatal. Este evento adverso es poco común, pero es grave y puede ser incluso fatal. So who is at highest risk of this very rare but potentially fatal adverse event? Las mujeres menores de 50 años parecen ser el grupo de mayor riesgo. Primero, repasemos el vocabulario. Women under 50 years old. Las mujeres menores de 50 años. And how would you say women over the age of 50? Las mujeres mayores de 50 años. Highest or greatest risk. El mayor riesgo. Interpreta. Women under 50 years of age appear to be the highest risk group.
las mujeres menores de 50 años parecen ser el grupo de mayor riesgo. And using the verb tener, how would you say, they are at highest risk? Ellas tienen el mayor riesgo. In the end, the CDC recommended that the use of Johnson & Johnson's COVID-19 vaccine be resumed because... Al final, los CDC recomendaron que se reanudaron el uso de la vacuna contra el COVID-19 de Johnson Johnson porque... Un análisis de todos los datos disponibles hasta el momento muestra que los beneficios conocidos y potenciales de la vacuna contra el COVID-19... Johnson y Johnson superan los riesgos conocidos y potenciales. Primero, repasemos el vocabulario. An analysis. Un análisis. The data. Los datos. Available. Disponible. The available data. Los datos disponibles. Los datos disponibles. And how did she say so far? As in an analysis of all the data available so far. Hasta el momento. Una vez más. So far. Hasta el momento. Interpreta an analysis of all the data available so far. Un análisis de todos los datos disponibles hasta el momento. Benefits. Los beneficios. Known benefits. Los beneficios conocidos. Potential risks. Los riesgos potenciales. And do you remember the verb she used to say to outweigh or to exceed? Superar. And the verb superar is also commonly used to say to overcome, as in to overcome a difficult situation. Interpreta the known and potential benefits outweigh the known and potential risks. Los beneficios conocidos y potenciales superan los riesgos conocidos y potenciales. The known and potential benefits of Johnson and Johnson's COVID-19 vaccine outweigh the known and potential risks.
los beneficios conocidos y potenciales de la vacuna contra el COVID-19, Johnson Johnson superan los riesgos conocidos y potenciales. Interpreta An analysis of all the data available so far shows that the known and potential benefits of Johnson Johnson's COVID-19 vaccine Un análisis de todos los datos disponibles hasta el momento muestra que los beneficios conocidos y potenciales de la vacuna contra el COVID-19, Johnson Johnson, outweigh the known and potential risks. Superan los riesgos conocidos y potenciales. Ahora, interprétalo todo. An analysis of all the data available so far shows that the known and potential benefits of Johnson Johnson's COVID-19 vaccine outweigh the known and potential risks. Un análisis de todos los datos disponibles hasta el momento muestra que los beneficios conocidos y potenciales de la vacuna contra el COVID-19, Johnson Johnson, superan los riesgos conocidos y potenciales. Ojo, although you'll see superar used commonly when speaking of benefits outweighing risks, Elisa felt that this verb superar may confuse people and they may understand it exactly the opposite and think that the risks outweigh the benefits. Therefore, a simpler way to say this would be Los beneficios de la vacuna son mayores que los riesgos. So what phrase did she use to say to outweigh or to be greater than? Ser mayor que. Interpreta. The benefits of the vaccine outweigh its risks. Los beneficios de la vacuna son mayores que los riesgos. And if you want to emphasize that the benefits greatly outweigh the risks, you can either say superar ampliamente, los beneficios superan ampliamente los riesgos, or los beneficios son mucho mayores que los riesgos. Entonces, los beneficios de la vacuna son mayores que los riesgos, pero soy una mujer menor de 50 años. 
¿Hay otras opciones? Las mujeres menores de 50 años deberían considerar vacunarse con una de las otras vacunas si pueden elegir. Repasemos el vocabulario. To consider. Considerar. To get vaccinated. Vacunarse. To choose. Elegir. You could also use. Escoger. So using elegir, do you remember how she said if they have a choice? Si pueden elegir. Literally, if they can choose. Interpreta, however, women under the age of 50 should consider getting vaccinated with one of the other vaccines if they have a choice. Las mujeres menores de 50 años deberían considerar vacunarse con una de las otras vacunas si pueden elegir. And using vocabulary we've already covered. Interpreta, this problem has not been observed with the other COVID-19 vaccines available in the United States. No se ha observado este problema en las otras vacunas contra el COVID-19 disponibles en los Estados Unidos. Do you remember from our previous lessons how to say messenger RNA vaccines? Las vacunas de ARN mensajero. This adverse event has not been observed in the messenger RNA vaccines. No se ha observado este evento adverso en las vacunas de ARN mensajero. Y ya está. Now that you've completed this lesson, reinforce what you've learned by taking the quiz at the bottom of this lesson at docmolly.com. See the link at the end of your show notes. In the upcoming member lesson, which will be published later this week, we will practice explaining platelets and clots in Spanish. We will discuss the small number of reported cases further and practice expressing the rate of incidence in Spanish. We will also learn terms in Spanish for what was observed in the reported cases, such as cerebral venous thrombosis, and we will learn to explain in Spanish what symptoms to watch for during the three weeks following vaccination. Then, finally, we will be moving on to some more basic lessons covering Spanish for dentistry. This is coming soon, so stay tuned. Hasta la próxima! This is a production of DocMolly.com. 
where you will find interactive audio lessons that teach Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere.